Hey there, hey, it's Wednesday, yay, hump day. Thank you for tuning in to the pod of Born to be a Star. It is Wednesday, it's the middle of the week, so we know there's two more days to the week, and we're so happy, but we don't have anything to complain about because we work in a remote setting and we don't have to deal with traffic or any of those annoying things that exist outside. And um, I gotta tell you, I'm never going back to an office, so where there's a will there's a way and I'll find something where I don't have to ever go back to one because I'm not going back to one and a lot of people have come to the conclusion just like I have that this entire last almost two years has shown us that we don't need offices that we don't need to be in an environment around people and we kind of work better when we're not in that environment so for me I'm moving forward with that I think a lot of others agree with me and I I just want to be on that path to remote forever so I like it. Um, Today, we're going to be talking about some fun conversations. To begin our conversation, we're going to be talking about something extremely important, which I think uh, needs to be validated and needs to be explained. And we're going to talk about some really rough things today that I think are extremely important. So the first part of this is the secret life of a woman unwrapped. What do I mean by the secret life of a woman? Women have to tread carefully because we're always being watched all the time. No matter what we're doing, we're being watched and we're being examined like we're we're dead and we're being dissected, like our body parts are being cut into pieces and they're being removed from our body all the time, from the day we're born to the day we die. If we don't do things a certain way, People will judge us and say things and characterize us and make us feel like we're not worthy than thou. Then politicians and people that shouldn't have power to dictate what we're doing with our bodies want to tell us if we can have abortions or if we can have the option to have one. Now, it's funny how there's legislative issues and there's government people that are running in office writing legislation to limit women's rights in states that are in the South, in the United States of America, and around the entire world. It's funny how they do that for women, but they don't do anything for men. And as a woman, it's just, we can't have anything. You're expected to, like, have a full-time job, go to college for, like, 20 years, and then have a job where you're making, like, a decent amount of money and if you're not in that context and you're not at a job where you're making like I don't know 75,000 or more then you're not succeeding and honestly I don't know how you can succeed if you don't make a lot of money because as a woman you have to figure out how to either be a wife a mom a, a career enthusiast and a housewife all at the same time before it used to be you were just in a house all day so you were cooking and you were cleaning and you were doing things in the house and you were you know you were with your kids but they were going to school but now it's navigated and it's that you're working full-time too so you know it's a house where both people are working full-time and then you're kind of meeting in the middle and you're having kids and you're doing everything and that that's become normal and and it should be I gotta tell you the thought of being in the house all day like not working is insane and I don't know if I could do it 
but I, I mean, I do, like I said, I like, I like working remote, but I don't know if I would want to be a housewife. I don't think I could do that. And for those who do do it, I, I give you, I give you power. But what am I saying? I'm saying that as a woman, I just, I feel like someone is always trying to take our power away. Even if we don't have any power, they're trying to limit it before we even get it. The There's this show on Hulu called Hands Made and Tell. And I haven't started the last season of it because honestly, the last season of it freaked me out. And then COVID started and I don't, I don't know if I want to watch it because now... I feel like that movie is reality or it's becoming reality and it's kind of scary. They only care about us when we're giving birth to children and we're cleaning something. Anything out of that. Here comes the insults and the derogatory language and the inability to recognize that we're humans. And I just wonder if that's ever going to change. As a young woman, you know, trying to work in the education field, I got nothing but the worst treatment in the world. I got treated like shit from other women. And I don't know if I got treated like that because of the color of my skin and the fact that I'm not white 100%. Or I don't know if I got treated like that because they thought I was their competition. So if I'm getting treated like that in, in that field, because I'm a woman, I can just imagine all the other fields women feel the same way that I did. It's really sad. It's depressing. And it's just a fucking shame that we live in a world where women's rights really don't matter. We're expected to just accept everything. And I'm calling it the secret life of a woman because it's kind of like we're all spies. And no one understands it. Like, do men actually understand what it's like to be a woman? I mean, being a wife, whether you have kids or you don't have kids, you know, trying to balance a full-time career and be a full-time wife. Because if you're a wife, it's a full-time job, too. But you don't get paid for it. But it's a full-time thing. And, you know, being married as long as I have been married and being with um, John, as long as we've been together, we've been able to adapt and build upon each other and really learn what it is to be married and become one. But that took time, that took effort, that took consideration, and it took understanding. That's not something that just happened overnight. And I just, nothing's it seems like nothing's ever easy and it feels like once you think you figured everything out everything else goes to nothing but being a woman even though there's challenges and it can sometimes make you feel like you're lonely and you don't know what's going on it should empower you to empower others which is why i created this so women feel like they do have a voice so they are seen and even though legislators and politicians and all these stupid people want to create ways that we can't have abortions and limit our ability to have rights because they keep trying to do it we still have to remain powerful together together we are powerful and no matter what they try to do no matter how they try to break us up no matter how they try to silence us no matter what they try to limit we have to be resilient 
we have to brush our shoulders off and move forward. If you lose a job, you have to get up and find another one. If you started school and you stopped, you have to go back till you finished. There's things you're going to have to do that are not going to be fun. But the only way you're going to be successful is if you focus and you get them done. I can just tell you that it's never easy. And then there's going to be a lot of people telling you all the things you can't do. But you have to focus. And you have to stay... You have to stay committed to yourself. Even if it all goes to hell, which it might, at least you can say you tried. And being a mother and being a wife and being a sister and being a daughter and being an aunt and being all these things, a best friend, they all matter. Being a co-worker, being an ear to someone that where they need someone to listen to them. It's all incredible and it's essential. And even when you don't think no one cares, I care. You're not alone. The resilience of a woman is the most beautiful picture that you've never seen yet. Her ability to escape the darkness and find the light and to find herself in the sun is such a beautiful beginning and opening and a a beautiful, resilient, understanding of herself and when she gets to that point of her life that she doesn't care about anything else and she sees herself she is unstoppable and there is just nothing and no one that can stop her from her voyage so i dare you beautiful women listening to this don't let anybody stop you not a stupid politician not the government not anybody you know not your employer, not the institution that you attended that you wanted to graduate from, none of them, because they don't understand. Being a woman is something that you just own. You're owning it. So own yourself and be as beautiful as you want to be. And don't feel sad about that. And I believe in you. And, And know how powerful you are. Because although we might not be heard within ourselves, when we come together, it's the most beautiful thing in the entire universe. Our beauty, all different color skins, all different color hair types, all different color smiles, all different opinions. Everything is just resilient and beautiful together. And it just makes the most sense in the world that I've ever heard. And the resilience of a woman is the most beautiful thing that exists. And you can't tell me anything. So I dare you, women, beautiful women, be whatever you want to be and let no one stop you. And if yesterday you decided you wanted to do something else and you were tired of being a teacher and you decided that you wanted to work in corporate America and you want to work for finances and you want to get into IRAs, do it. If tomorrow you decide you wanted to be a graphic designer, do it. I dare you. Be what you want to be. And let no one stop you. The next part of our conversation that we're going to be talking about is stop pretending you can't and try. What do I mean by stop pretending you can't? I mean, how many times 
have you said you can't do something but you didn't try it that means you didn't try it that doesn't mean you don't know if you do it that just means you didn't try so let's just get to it real quickly don't say you can't do something if you didn't try it because you didn't put any effort into doing it so before you say that try it and finally to end our beautiful conversation today we're going to talk about almond milk or silk milk I don't know. I got to tell you, I kind of like almond better. I mean, I've tried silk before. It's okay. I don't really, I don't drink water. I mean, I don't drink milk. I don't drink regular milk. I haven't drank it in years. Uh, honestly, I think it's been about maybe 10 years, maybe eight. Um, if it's there and I feel like I have to, I'll do it. But aside from that, I always get almond milk. Uh, and my milk, my mom likes silk. They have an almond silk that's not that bad, and they have like a um, a creamer that's a silk one that's not that bad. I mean, they're both okay, but like if you're gonna go for one, I recommend you go for the almond milk. It's pretty good. So if you're looking for an alternative to regular milk, I say try almond or silk. Okay, thank you for tuning in to Born to Be a Star, and I'll see you tomorrow on Thursday. Bye.